Make Me Laugh. Hey folks, welcome to Make Me Laugh. This is Pete Z. And I've got a few wonderful things to share with you today. The first one, I was thinking back to some work I did previously years ago. And I, for some reason, remembered talking with a gentleman that I used to work with. Uh, we were on the same team together. And he got me aside one day and he said, you know, nobody on this team does any intelligent work. Which, <laughs> the way he said it, nobody does any intelligent work was, was just great. <laughs> because it was, uh, in retrospect, it was a team of very intelligent people. And also I thought afterwards, you know, I'm on the team and you're on the team. But you're claiming that nobody, that would include you and I, do any intelligent work. Okay, so it was funny on a bunch of different levels. I don't know why it came back into my head, but it just did. And maybe it sometimes things pop back up that maybe you were regret from years ago and you should have done something different. Sometimes things do that for me, but also when they pop up and they make me laugh, I only, as a comedy content curator, my responsibility is to put them on the pod. And, um, by golly, uh, we all like to laugh. You know, I did get a question. Uh, why don't you have guests on the pod? Well, I'll tell you folks, what I've noticed in listening to podcasts, uh, is that a lot of times they have very famous guests. It's impressive. And, and you want to listen. Oh, well, this is going to be, you know, a former, you know, senator or a, pro football player or a famous act, actress or something like that and you want to jump on and listen but what I noticed as I did that is a lot of times they're really just out promoting the next big thing they're doing whether it's a book or they're going to be on a tv show or they got a movie coming out or something like that so it if you think about that it's a little bit of a goddamn you know promotional stunt um, I don't like self-promotion, but uh, I do have a note here to tell you. Please like and subscribe to this podcast and give us a, a five-star rate or however the fucking ratings go. <laughs> I'm kidding. Do whatever you want to do. Um, no, we don't have guests on here because it's just a make-me-laugh comedy content curation engine. There's no time for guests and meandering about on different subjects. So with that in mind... I'm going to give you a little segment called The Fives. Some of you have heard it before. It's a simple concept. Listeners submit lists of five things on your mind. I select one of your lists, read it, and provide a short reaction. I do not score these, as I've mentioned before. If you want an official score, go fuck yourself. This is not a fucking numerical data science project, and you're not going to run a bunch of fucking analytics on my stuff. Okay, just listen to these things. If they make you laugh... That's enough. I got this one coming in today, this five, from Garth. I like that name, Garth. In Michigan, he lives in Michigan, doesn't state the town. Didn't state his last initial. That's fine. I'm not going to steal your data, Garth, because I have no fire. There's probably 2,000 Garths in Michigan. In any case, Garth is writing reasons to buy a huge truck. Number one. 
you have a penis that's on the smaller side. A very large truck will help offset this fallacy. <laughs> okay, the reason... That may sound like a miswording, but he spelled fallacy P-H-A-L-L-A-C-Y. So put that together, and then it's funny. Hard to do without the spelling in front of you. Second reason Garth advocates buying a large, a huge truck. If it makes you feel good to drive this gas-guzzling rig, think about how good you'll feel when you run over your first Toyota Prius. <laughs> Rough. Third reason Garth offers for buying a huge truck. Remember those monster truck battles with trucks named Gravedigger? Well, remember how cool that was, like, back in fourth grade and all that stuff? Sorry, I've stepped it on my own um, lines here because <laughs> they cracked me up. This Gar Garth, you're doing well so far. Fourth reason to buy a huge truck. Listen, you need a big truck to help go out and fight those blasted wildfires out west. With this small exception that this bitchin' truck gets nine miles a gallon. So you're gonna have to ride it out locally with your streaming services. A little wordy and meandering about there, but not bad. Fifth and final reason Garth, Garth offers for buying a huge truck. My truck is my property. Well, technically it's the bank's property. But I put down $1,800, so I figure I own at least the carburetor. Okay. I don't think vehicles have... I'm not an expert, but I don't think they have carburetors anymore. I think that went away. But Garth, to recap, the, the fallacy with the PH was very nicely done. Gas-guzzling rig running over a Toyota Prius. Good uh, turn of phrase there. Grave digger, that may require some folks to dig back into their memories or get on the old Google machine because a lot of folks were that pre uh, a lot of these folks. Uh, nine miles a gallon, gonna ride it out with streaming service. You need to work on that one, Garth. If I had to score it, which I don't, I'd give you a middling, above, slightly above middling. I don't wanna be too harsh, Garth. Good work. Um, look, you got a five, type it up, send it in, pzcomedy at gmail. It don't cost nothing. And, you know, you'll get like Garth, he's probably jumping through, jumping out of uh, his, his chair now that he saw that he got on here. Anyhow, give me a second. We'll take a quick break and come back with more content curated by a comedy content curating engine. Mail, 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 mail. Welcome back to Make Me Laugh Pizza here with you, shepherding you through another episode of co curated comedy content. A lot of people ask me, Pete, you claim to be a comedy content curating machine powered by AI. How does that work? Well, folks, I'm not here. It'd be like Coca-Cola giving away the secret formula. It's just not going to happen. Just sit back, relax. If you're out walking your dog, driving to work, um... You know, just enjoy it. Don't try to probe into it and pick it apart. Just sit back and relax. Next, I'm going to talk about a concept called email and a segment we call mailbag. 
you can imagine it's a complex no it's very simple it's you email me a question I read the email and I provide an answer a professional thought out answer in fact today we've got an email from a gentleman named Gavin F I assume he's a gentleman his name is Gavin F he writes Pete every time I go to the grocers they ask me to round up to support a charity at the checkout I've been rounding up if it's less than a dollar. Do you think I should keep doing this? Thanks, Gavin F. Okay, first of all, if it's le- it's always going to be less than a dollar, Gavin, okay? Think about it. You're rounding to the nearest dollar. I, I, okay, let's just get past that. No, I don't think um, you need to round up, okay? I really do like that you called it the grocers instead of the supermarket or grocery store. Grocer to me sounds kind of old school, but you know, and I don't know why, but it makes me respect you, even if you really don't know anything about math or the concepts of round. You you probably don't even know anything about numbers, to be from what I can tell. Okay, now that aside, let me explain my answer to Gavin's question about rounding up. No, never round up. People say, Pete, we, we just want to give a few cents to the local f- food bank or charity. What's Pete, what's the problem? The problem is that these mega corporations are taking a few cents here, a few there. Pretty soon they're looking at hundreds of thousands of dollars of our money, money that they've collected for whatever charity, and 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 then that would be fine, right, to give to charity. That's a good thing. But the problem is then that they act like they, as this corporate entity, did this fucking wonderful, amazing, you know, thing and saved the fucking baby seals or baby orcas or whatever the case. Yeah. Did they come back to all of us that did the fucking chipped in with any thank you or here's a tax form to write these off? No. Do they have the data to do something like that? Yes, these mass corporations have the data. They've got your email. They they got your shopper's card or whatever the hell, discount card. Yeah, they got your data. They have the power to correlate between who rounded up and and shoot you off an email. You know, even the make me laugh primitive podcast. (laughs) Even this outfit. Thanks, everybody, for, you know, thank you, Gavin, while I'm at it. But not these big bastards. They just roll on through and make the claims that they're the most charitable, caring organizations in the world. Now, Gavin, try to keep up with me. I know you can barely even fucking count, but try to try to hang with me. Okay, so when this happens to me, and it's, I'm sure it's nationwide, it happens to me as well. If it's happening out in Michigan, it's happening everywhere as well. So rounding up, okay? When the, when the uh, cashier, the person working there, asks me, do you want to round up? I have a standard speech that I give. I say, round up? Did I hear that right? See, because I was just going to offer to you, you greedy mega corporation shill, in the form of a 16-year-old grocery bag and cashier, I was going to offer you the chance to round that shit down, 
You heard me, right? Round it down. And then I will donate the sum of all the roundings to a local charity. Yes, it's optional. But should you decline to round down, I will simply shrug and give a slight air of contempt and continue about my daily activities. End speech. Thank you. Now, Gavin, I think I've actually never given that speech. I wouldn't have the the guts to do it. But Gavin, I think I've armed you with some things to think about. You can have the speech. Take it. Run to the bank with it because I have never, as I said, had the unmitigated gall to deliver it to that unsuspecting cashier who's simply trying to make it to the end of the shift so they can go buy a Starbucks and go binge watch Netflix and try to escape the hell world that they're living in. Anyhow, folks, best wishes to you, Gavin. Thank you for the email. Happy rounding. Um, and if you at home have a question, yeah, you know, just type it up. Pizzacomedy at gmail. Just shoot it over. If it's good, if it's interesting, I'll read the email and comment just like this one. And then you'll have the benefit of the professional advice, the solid, sage counsel from Pizzi. And it's sanctioned by the Make Me Laugh podcast. So anyhow, let me take a quick break and then we're going to transition into another element of the show. Pete Z sounds like. Welcome back in to Make Me Laugh. Pete Z here with you guiding hand on the tiller of the Make Me Laugh enterprise. All right, we're going to go with some Pete Z sounds likes. You're probably familiar. It's very simple. We get one-line descriptions of what people think I sound like, what I look like, what kind of person I am, that kind of thing. One-liners. Um, these are unattributed. I don't know who sent them in. Um, but hell, I found them somewhat entertaining, so I thought I'd share. Pete Z sounds like a person that carries a Leatherman multi-tool everywhere they go and seek out every opportunity to use it. Yes, that, well, that, that's not me per se. I own several of those products, but I know that's a standard deal where it's like, oh, I've got this thing that can fix every freaking problem that could ever occur. And it's right in my pocket or right on the little, if you, if you see someone with a Leatherman or a similar multi-tool type deal and they've got it on their belt in, a, in the carrying case, that's when you need to step away from that person. They've got bigger issues, okay? They need to seek out some form of fucking professional help. All right, next Pete Z sounds like. Pete Z sounds like the best man at a wedding who gives a speech about global poverty and hunger as the guests prepare to consume a gourmet meal. Way to read the room, Pete. <laughs> I would never do that. Um, but that's really well-crafted. I like it. Next, Pete sounds like... Pete sounds like the person in front of you in the line at the deli counter who keeps complaining about the slice thickness. Just take the meat, Pete. <laughs> take the meat, Pete, my golly. That's... 
Next one, PZ sounds like an older man who can't seem to fathom that the world doesn't need to hear about your aunt's appearance on The Price is Right in 2014. <laughs> that would be something I would do over and over and over again to the same people multiple times. Pete Z sounds like a basketball coach who cannot motivate the team to play defense, so he throws his clipboard on the court and screams, why do I have to be this motherfucker? (laughs) I like it because it reminds me of something from a long time ago. Mm, mm, mm. Well, well done. Final Pete Z sounds like... PZ sounds like a pathetic, attention-seeking dipshit who, when badging into the gym, feels the need to let the gym employees know that, quote, today is leg day. (laughs) No, that would not be me. I never do legs. Even if I did, I wouldn't fucking announce that. But we've all seen that person. All seen that person. Listen, folks, keep them coming. I'm really happy with what's gone on so far. Shoot them over to PeteZComedy at Gmail. It don't cost nothing. Look, we got this podcast off the ground. We've launched it. We've moved into, you know, different various things, and we're going to keep improving it. One improvement, well, I hope it's an improvement, is we're going to come out with some audio sketches. I'm working with a group called WTN, and they've got a little interview show that they want to put out here, and they're coming soon. So get your get your podcast app ready to, to listen to it, because it's coming real soon, folks. Anyhow, um, thank you for listening, and good day from the Make Me Laugh Studios.